Hello, Brisbane. of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And today, the Red Hills are alive mm. with the sound of unpacking. The joke that keeps on giving. What's well, the Red Hill? It's a singular hill, oh, isn't it? Tr- oh, it's not the Red Hill. So I don't know if you've it's nailed it there, Matt. Is it one hill? It'd be a bit. It's a very hilly suburb. It is hilly, but I guess the suburb is Red Hill. I think there's one Red Hill, and then there's like a cast of supporting hills. Yeah. Like, g'day, Matt. G'day, Matt. My name's Paddington. We <laughs> drop the hill. Drop wanna- the hill. <laughs> it's cleaner. <laughs> like the idea that, yeah. I think Maria's soaring uh, <laughs> solo wouldn't have been as uh, as iconic if it was the hill is alive. The hill is alive in some with the sound of little music. share house, <laughs> the cigarette butts <laughs> in my coffee. I don't really know the melody of Hills Are Alive, but nah, that's right, for those playing along at home uh, and listening along, we are indeed doing Red Hill today. Yeah, Red Hill. Uh, home of the Broncos training ground, but not where they actually play. So if you expect a full Broncos unpack, uh, not your day, mate. Come back another time. Yeah, How sorry, are you, Joe? Rain. You doing well? Uh, doing very well, Henry. It's The uh, world's starting to unwrap a little bit, isn't it? starting to get back together as, as, as keen observers of both of our socials. We know we went to Malilabar on the weekend and mm. it was surreal driving out of Brisbane. I thought this when I mm. went to Toowoomba for my famous earwax surgery the other week, but yes. had to be the first time in three or four months I've genuinely driven more than about 20 Ks. Mm. I think not necessarily referencing last week's episode, prior to two weeks ago, Cooper was the furthest I'd gone mm. since maybe January. It's bizarre. Yeah. No, it was weird being at New Farm Park on mm. Saturday. Uh, it was my birthday. Happy birthday, Henry. Thanks, I had a lovely birthday. It was a fantastic birthday. It was one of the great birthdays. Yeah, not, an- just, not just mine. No, I said yeah. yeah. of any birthday, I had one of the greats. All the birthdays throughout history. Yeah. I'm thinking... <laughs> Including you, Malcolm X. I couldn't... Who is today? Uh, actually, yeah, happy birthday. I can't think of a... What's a famous birthday in history? Oh, Peter Siddles. Oh, the yeah, hat yeah, 2010 Gabba. That is an objectively yeah. famous birthday. The birthday party, which is a movie featuring yeah. Peter Sellers. What's a famous birth? Was there like a big murder? Did on someone a get murdered? Surely there were a lot of famous things that happened on people's birthdays. The girl was murdered with a blunt spear, and here's the kicker: it was her birthday. She was only seventy-eight, and everyone's like, oh, "Okay, it's, it's right. a bit less sad." <laughs> like, um, yeah, my ninety-six-year-old grandma was murdered. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, we did murder. We did enough murder last week, but we'll uh, yeah, we'll push true. into this one now. A bit of housekeeping uh, before we get into it. Unpakistani of the week. Oh, Bailey. This was oh. a friend of the show, Keen Unpakistani Nelson, sent this one over and said, you got to make this girl an Unpakistani of the week. And uh, she's a singer-songwriter um, of, of Brisbane Ilk. And, uh, and she, has a, she has a new single out. Yeah. It's called Free Fall. Free Fall. Uh, very unlike Tom Petty's Free Falling. And originally I thought it was going to be a cover, but it's actually a hell of a lot better. I've got to say, Henry, I love this song. Yeah, I only listened Seriously to it today, admittedly, and it's awesome. Oh, Bailey, beautiful good, stuff. You know? yeah. uh, it's sort of, I was talking to you earlier, it's that thing we always say about Rufus. And to be clear, this song, it couldn't be less like In a Bloom, but I could listen to this song getting pumped up at a prees, at a party, getting ready to go out, or I could drift off to sleep listening to it. Mm. It is a beautiful song. Yeah. It's, it's got, got a more rap. I was going to say more yeah. rap, Lord, a bit of Grimes in there, maybe. Yeah, very true. It is. It is also just like... I know it sort of seems a bit coincidental. Mm. It's a very Red Hill sound. Yes. It's a very sunny share house afternoon. I can't. I was thinking about this That's today. That's a good point. Because I can't think of a suburb that probably better suits this song. Like, it's not pretentious. It's not over no. the top. But it's it's raw. It's raw. It. it's raw. It's raw. It's raw. I feel like in not in this case in music criticism, they always use raw as like an extremely backhanded compliment. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you tried a little harder, it would have been polished. <laughs> oh, this was raw. But raw's a virtue now, and it's a virtue yeah, for Oh Bailey. Absolutely good stuff. Got pretty high on the Triple J Unearthed. Yeah. I think got to number nine on Triple J Unearthed. So released, released not a hell of a long time ago. It's already on about two and a half thousand listens on Spotify. Uh, and as someone who's had Spotify listens before, I can tell you that's about 20 cents in her pocket. How good is that? So, Go uh, get yourself four strawberry clouds, <laughs> oh, Bailey. Uh, so that's a good one. Uh, we'll play a bit of it for you at the end of the episode. Joe, something I wanted to update you on. Please. Uh, our Andrew Pelly episode heralded as uh, the high watermark by some. Uh, it was but, funny. Mm, it was good. It was a good time. I loved the echo. Though. Felt good doing it. So yeah. um, 
Pumpkin Man, someone oh, we mentioned man. in the episode. Now, mate, um, in the wake of the episode, a few people messaged saying, oh, my God, I see Pumpkin Man all the time. Yeah. For those of you who haven't heard it yet, uh, he basically wheels a big trolley full of pumpkins around mm. the St. Lucia it's much, it's in, in Japili, even as far as Kedron area. Now, I received a message earlier in the week from Jake Smith of Good Chat Comedy, a uh, oh, yes. Pakistani friend of the show. Very funny man. And he said, mate, have you heard of... Pumpkin Man. Would you? I think he was saying almost from a comedian's perspective oh, of, yeah. would you know what I was talking about if I mentioned Pumpkin Man? And I said, oh, Jake, yeah, not only that, but I, we unpack we, him. We talked at about length. it for like 10 minutes. And yeah. he hadn't yet heard the Interpilly oh. episode. And he was like, oh, fuck, I have to go listen to that now. Um, and he was just making the point of, I see him all the time. Yeah, yeah. icon. And w- was kind of talking about it. Um, and then Georgia Huff, keen on Pakistani yeah. as well, uh, earlier uh, in the week had said, that she sees him. She she saw him yesterday, I believe. Um, no way. So a couple days ago, when this comes out. Well, this is this is what I basically want to still alive. Well, this is what I wanted to say, mate. Yeah. Increased sightings of Pumpkin Man, particularly through this week. What's he planning? True. What's What's Pumpkin Man planning? Because he's planning he's- a pumpkin pie. But the pumpkins mm. are people. Oh, he's, okay. he's trying to <laughs> now listen, he's trying if, to kill us. If that's the case, he's got a good alibi because we do. <laughs> yeah. He has multiple witnesses seeing him with pumpkins. In fact, he's been building it up over years so that when he finally makes a pumpkin pie where the pumpkins are people, mm. everyone will be like, oh, so that's what the pumpkins were for. It'd be like if Sweeney- Are my, <laughs> are my guests here? <laughs> I was going to say, it's like <laughs> if you'd seen Sweeney Todd for the first two hours of the movie just moving bits of beef around, being like, just for my pies. And just just for taking cattle through like Victorian life. And being like, hey, nothing to look here, just cows. Moo, am I right, <laughs> fellas? Yeah, but I don't know, mate. That is a fast- It's pretty scary. Is it? Why, is he, why is he so active at the moment? One thing hey, I will say is pumpkin Olympics. True. I don't know what that would involve. Uh, pumpkin shot put, very easy. True. Pumpkin- easy? They're pretty heavy. But sorry, very easy to do. Like, you don't have to take a mental leap to imagine how that event goes. Oh, okay. Tell you what would be the worst event in Pumpkin Olympics. Mm. Pumpkin hurdles. Oh, easy to jump over. Yeah. Effectively a sprint. <laughs> Not a lot of difference. I imagine like BMX riding over at the Pumpkin Olympics oh, over like trying to really hit think, those bumps. Do you think BMX is an Olympic sport? It is. <laughs> You're kidding. Look at how now. Yeah, B, it was a huge controversy. I'm pretty sure it was that. I don't no, know if it, surely not. I think it was London was the I first dro- time I it was drove included. past a um, jump BMX. on your little smartphone there. I will. Mate. I drove past a BMX arena today. Um, and fans of the show will know I had a broken wrist up until pretty recently. And the doctor was like, here are the things you can't do. But far out. I was so tempted to. Also, I've never done BMX before. No. <laughs> but it just looks sick going around a dirt track. Well, imagine how sick it would look jumping over pumpkins, mate. Mm. Um, pump- you're entirely right. I know. Yeah. That's uh, I don't I don't warm to that. Great to watch. watch. No, I, I didn't. I think it was met with derision from the True. Olympic community. But then everyone watching it was like, oh, fuck, this is pretty cool. Also, if it? they let Greco-Roman wrestling in the Olympics, like, oh, yeah. what else? Yeah. Can they do at this point? Well, yeah. Anyway, so uh, keep an eye. Yeah, keep yeah, us keep updated eye, like, on your I, pumpkin I, man updates because you know, it's a good thing we don't spend much time in the western suburbs because I'm a little bit worried. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know don't what's like don't know what's going to go. And hey, as Cinderella can tell you, these pumpkins mm. can be deceiving. One minute they getting you from the Aiden's dance and home, and then suddenly, oh, I'm in a pumpkin. I'm not in a Volvo anymore. <laughs> that's, how, that's Cinderella, right? Remember I when she didn't do the dance and her that she went in a pumpkin? She left her van sneaker at the dance. <laughs> and it's so sad that she left all these glow sticks from the blue light disco where she bought ice What's at that? age 13. And that's how the prince was trying to find her. Not a prince, he was just a solely kid whose name was Prince. <laughs> Who was at the he was has the most the normal age name age. in his family. Wait, where's that Cinderella? <laughs> Wait, prince, bro, I think Cinderella's run out on you. Oh, but she left her glow sticks, I'll try to find her. And he's like putting them around people's wrists <laughs> in town. And it's like, oh, they fit all of them because it's a <laughs> yeah, one size adjustable. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also heard just on Indrapilly things a little bit more about uh, who's the bloke that has the kid taxi. Oh, I don't know who it is, but, he, oh, but he yeah, yeah. So, so taxi. people have. Um, oh, they were like, we know on, who this is. I think it's, and I don't want to, you know, slander this bloke. I think it's a barrister who has a lot of kids, but by all accounts knows what the implication is and finds it really funny. I mean, that's kind of good. It's, if it's, it's a yeah. bit. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, he's not unwittingly like... Because imagine that if someone was like, hey... He's like, guys, you you tell me if this number plate made me look like a pedophile, right? Like, everyone, all his friends like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fine, it. bro. Yeah, kid taxi. We take your sign for a quick word if we thought <laughs> yeah. your registration on your vehicle made you look like a pedophile, bro. Yeah, he's like, well, um, all right. And he's just trying to test me. He's like, what about... um. Fuck kids. And they're just like not paying attention. They're like, yeah, dude, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's fine, bro. Yeah, Good number play, man. That's fine. Play on. Love your work. Um, but yeah, no. So it's it's it actually leads into our next thing, which I love when we talk about something on the show and people follow up with us. Yeah. 
But this is something that happens a lot. Um, we will do a suburb and then we will get an influx of messages from people saying, oh, you should have said this. You should have said this. Now, fair enough in the cases of most un-Pakistanis because we don't often telegraph yeah. what the suburb's going to be And we don't often message people individually explicitly saying, hey, I know you live in this suburb. Can you please tell us about it? But un-Pakistani Hamish Lidstow, <laughs> if we can call him an un-Pakistani, yeah. uh, he- bloke who only followed us on Instagram about two weeks ago. Mm, and decided to attend our Echo recording and sit in the corner mm. the whole time. And didn't say a word like a freak. Mm. It was very funny, though. I looked at his face and, and he so, was laughing. He was laughing. So, <laughs> Hamish- Hamish, uh, we messaged him. We're like, hey, mate, you've been kind of saying we should do the Cooperoo episode for a Big long time. Cooper as well. His mum runs a small business there. Mm. So, we were saying, you know, jump on board. And we we're like, he sent us a few like little stories through or something. Also, like, they weren't that good. There were just a few little like, short- It seemed like he was up to something else and was just feeding us. I think he that. was probably- Well, I mean, he was probably just working or studying or something yeah. and then just like shot through these- um, Yeah, shot through these uh, these quick- texts but then upon listening to the episode has just slapped us with like four or five great stories now we're not going to go through all of them um but there was one that we were like it is worth breaking our rule and revisiting a past suburb so here is uh, our cooperu catch up uh joe what do you got the castle that we talked about in the show, Henry, is that my friend from Kindy lived yes. in. There is a, a castle so, uh, yeah, we're not, house in Cooper. It's not hyperbole. It's not just like a very nice house. The actual castle around the corner from our friend Hamish. And yep. when Adele was in Brisbane, apparently she stayed there. Yep. Insane. Links together our Woolloongabba and Cooper episodes. Uh, because now, this house more- isn't... I mean, maybe it is on Airbnb now, but... But it certainly wasn't at the time. It's, it was, you know... I guess to the listeners, it's in no way a hotel or hostel. No, it or is a family home. It's a it residential is, home. It's like having Adele stay in your Queenslander. Yeah. Uh, but apparently because it was more homey and out of the public eye. And then Hamish and his friend Tim spent about an hour uh, staking out the castle, <laughs> trying to see Adele through the window. Yeah. Um, I, I, I assume they're young enough for it to be cute and not weird. Yeah. Because if they're like age 20... <laughs> they got a lift in the kid taxi. Which yeah. wasn't good. <laughs> Get in, guys. We're um, going to go see the chicken rope rolling in the deep. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> uh, and then they give up. They go home. Yeah. And in the meantime, Hamish's mum texts the woman who lives there because around the corner they know her <laughs> and goes, I hear you've got a special guest at the moment. And the woman just goes, no, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Now, you've left something off in that uh, Hamish's mum's text has, yeah. has um, I hear you've got a special guest at the moment, monkey covering its mouth yeah, emoji. Like speak no monkey. evil monkey. Yeah. <laughs> also, regardless of the veracity. Imagine getting a text. I hear you've got a special test guest. What are you talking what about? What the hell are you? No. Well, that's the thing is like, maybe this woman is very good at hiding Adele, but just let yourself imagine how weird it would be if you're just like going about your business at home, not thinking about monkey emojis, and someone goes, you've got a special guest, don't you? You'd feel like you're about to be killed. Mm. And this woman's probably just seen two random kids peeking inside her window and it's just going, is this the pumpkin man? What the hell is happening? It's got a kind of threatening vibe. It's not unlike Christoph Waltz's character in Inglorious Bastards walking in mm. and saying to Hamish's mum's friend, she's like, you have a special guest, don't you? <laughs> you're harbouring Adele beneath your floorboards, aren't you? <laughs> Let's switch to French. Adele doesn't speak that. <laughs> She's like, we, I do, idiots. <laughs> Lolling in the deep. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, but that was very, yeah. I thought that was very interesting. But Got now, it. onwards and upwards, let's talk about Red Hill. Wikipedia, we're, we're, we're All right, let's wig out about Red Hill, Henry. And just to clarify, Red Hill, the suburb, and not Red Hill, the film, which yep. I found on Wikipedia when I was looking it up, looks great. Um, What's it called? It's called Red Hill. Rather, what's it about? Um, it is a Western thriller about a young police officer relocating to the small town of Red Hill. Sadly, mm. not the suburb. Wow. Be a weird, like, spiritual sequel to, uh, as we'll talk about, Zigzag Street, if it's like, and this time, the streets are darker than ever. He's a cop and it's in Red Hill. Oh. I'd enjoy that. It'd be quite a good um, setting for an action film, I guess, with so many nooks and crannies and True. hills. And then, I guess, you could have a sniper on the top of the church, which oh, we'll talk my God. about. And, and very James Bond-like Casino Royale park all across all the scaffolding. Oh. Because there's always construction in Red Hill. No yeah, one's ever finished renovating their Queensland? Yeah, no, there'd be a lot of uh, there'd be a lot of deck chases. Oh god! Um, <laughs> with the name of the action movie, Deck Chase. Deck chases, and everyone in New Zealand, they're like, I can't believe uh, they were allowed to release Dick Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Chase. I call that my girlfriend on a Saturday night. She cheats on me all the time. I, like, I live in Wellington. <laughs> 
She puts the willy in Willington. She puts the willy in Willington. And they're like, Jacinda, this is a press conference. You really can't say this. <laughs> Jacinda, you're dealing with a crisis. Uh, because she's the Everyone only- into their house. <laughs> Everyone into their house. No more dick chase. No more. I'm so sick of dick chases. <laughs> it's a very funny accent. Dude, I saw the other day that the New Zealand accent got voted as the sexiest one in the world. That's not true. I was like, absolutely fucking not. Well, all right, well, let's both say our sexiest accents. All right. Caveat for mine. Okay. I don't personally find it sexy, but I think it's objectively the most sexy. Okay. All right. I, give me give me a little bit of a second to think. Yeah. Um, okay. Three, two, one. English. Canadian. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> no way. I find Canadian oh, sexy. I'm sorry for having a crush on you, eh? Apologies are very sexy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. There's nothing Henry loves more than a girl just being like, I'm so sorry. Kevin Rudd was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, please. I know I'm only nine years old, but I love this. Kevin, See, I'm nine and I'm hot. <laughs> so the English accent I don't love, but I acknowledge like a Hugh Grant-esque voice is very consistent. Hugh Grant sexy. is bumbling. Um, Why do you so think bumbling so, is so, so oh, please, I'm sorry. So dreadfully, yeah. um, uh, it's what we turned on. What? He's so dreadfully sorry. He said, oh, I apologise. Like oh, huge. No, that's why he apologised so much. He's so, so <laughs> sexy. And he, that's why he apologised so much for that weird thing with that prostitute years ago. What? Remember, that's in the tabloids in England. He was caught in a car with a prostitute and there was this whole... It blew Down up. Down Wandsworth Street. Yeah, the it was on Wandsworth. <laughs> yeah, the dodgy end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we Hill, are... Let's suburb. dive into Red Hill, which is one of... Uh, according to Wikipedia, the suburb is one of the oldest in Brisbane. So I guess... Awesome. Well, I guess for that, like, isn't... Every suburb in Brisbane, the oldest in <laughs> Brisbane upon the inception of Brisbane. Like, are they yeah. saying like, they're not saying that this was the epicenter of Brisbane. I guess they're saying like, historically, even long before Brisbane was in its modern it? districting. We're probably going to get in trouble from the town planners again with this, yeah, but yeah. Um, Ithaca was, it was Ithaca part of was Ithaca originally. These- I mean, it wasn't Brisbane, but it was like the most populous area of what would become Brisbane. So I guess it was the most, one of the earliest fully developed yeah, I living think areas Yeah, I think like, it's one of the earliest places to have it going on. Mm. But yeah, it's like, yeah, I know Chandler was originally fucking bushland and like one swimming pool yeah, since yeah, the yeah. dawn of time. Since the dawn of time. But it was still, you know, it was still a suburb. The well, land existed. Anyway, so. Anyway, Henry, how many people live in Red Hill? Mm. I suspect you'll nail this. Like, this is not as... I almost... I, I had to really... I was reading... Because it's kind of one of the top line uh, parts of the Wikipedia page. So, I saw the word population yeah. and quickly had to, like, shut you, my laptop. You broke your laptop, didn't I you? I threw it out. It was... <laughs> I had to be safe. <laughs> so unnecessary. I did a Snowden. I Laptops just, are so expensive. Well, mate, so's... Um, so's quality. So's quality. So's the price of doing well on this show. So, population, Henry Bretz. Oh, oh, you'd have to be thinking... It's not super big. No, it is. That is what I noticed. It's I was like, quite small. This is not a big. I feel like it's, it's surrounded by your Paddington, and it's exaggerated size to us because I think like we know a lot of people who live there, and there's a lot of cool shit in Red Hill. I'm gonna say five thousand, but no, five thousand. Yeah, pretty close. Five and a half. Okay, yeah, cool. which which at those margins you could have been closer, but you're bang on the broad theme of this is a small suburb. Well, I was going to say outsize impact. Well, a lot of the stuff we're looking at in for this episode, we were having debate about whether it is in Red Hill or oh not at all. Oh my God. Because Paddington is really creeping in. Paddington, we'll talk uh, about. you know, Petrie Terrace creeps in a bit. Ashgrove creeps in. Dude, mm. Windsor creeps in. Yeah. It's bizarre. Like there are bits of Red Hill that feel Windsor? like Kelvin Grove. I actually, we're going to play this game later very briefly if it entertains us, mm. which is just naming each other a street and figuring out whether or not it's in Red Hill or Paddington. Oh, fun. My theory is there's not a person in Brisbane who knows the boundaries of Red Hill well, even yeah. if you've lived there all your life. It's the game, we'll call it Paddington or Padding to Off. Good. And if you it's Paddington, it's Very on. Good. You're on. Or, it's or, in Paddington. Or Red, Red Hill or Dead Hill, maybe? Okay. That's good. Uh, no. Red Hill or Red... Red hills. Oh, oh, it's Morpheus being like, Neo, you can take the red hill or the blue yeah, hill. Yeah, no, it's red <laughs> hill or blue pi- red. Blue, red hill or blue hill. Nice. Yeah, there we go. You're getting some live we'll brainstorming <laughs> today, guys. Uh, so yeah, what so, have we got on the page, Henry Brett? Well, the first thing that Wikipedia said was red hill got its name as a description from the steep hills, which had lots of red soil and rocks on it. Finally, a fucking literal oh one that doesn't God. have to do with the sound of doves. Fighting circle, wool and gabba, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Around the hills means moon, so oh. we had to call it moon hills, but then they most heard about moons. You know what? They, they, they saw that there was a hill and it was red and they were like, done. And I guess it's because it's one of the oldest suburbs. At that time, it's probably just like, hill, red. And they're <laughs> they're also like, probably like, well, you know, Brisbane's only two kilometres wide. There's not going to be another yeah. red hill here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, although we did hear from your sister, Henry, um, mm. Pakistani Emily, that she heard it was because the church is red. 
Nah, now, I just don't believe. I, I just don't believe that. I find this answer more compelling. Well, I guess this would. I feel the church might have come post the yeah post the suburb the soil obviously yeah um but and also like I, I hate to burst a pin in the people who have the church theory of its naming most churches red yeah like or brown yeah but I dare you to name a yellow church oh, I couldn't think of one no, I couldn't think of one um like no blue churches no there's of. not a lot of rainbow I guess churches. white like the Vatican yeah so Vatican in red even that has bits of red on it bits of red. I don't know. White and gold, I feel like, the dominant colours. Mm. I haven't been to the Vatican. Oh. Well, yeah. Let's not unpack it. It's okay. So, um, yeah, they got a literal one. Uh, yeah, steep hills. Yeah, I just I wrote in our planning document, steep hills, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> I like The settlers were immediately onto the Brisbane means. I reckon they rock up, look at these red hills and go, gee, parking here with, you know, your handbrake. <laughs> They're like, gee, hill starts are going to be a struggle. You've, t- you've touched on it though, bro. How much does it fucking suck parking in red hills? Oh, like, my God. I'm like I love it. yanking <laughs> my like handbrake up just to stop the my, little Toyota um, Corolla escaping. Our, our old, like, 2001 four-wheel drive. So, it's been declared not roadworthy. I'm yeah. not technically meant to drive it on the road because the speedo doesn't work so it always reads zero which is why joe's very good at kind of just ballparking <laughs> speeds all the time yeah we, we played a game a couple of months ago where i had to drive around and guess what speed i was driving at little surprise i was well over yeah three was- people died <laughs> yeah. um but that car is falling apart and oh my god parking in one of those steep steep streets of red hill just like pulling an elbow mm. tendon with the pressure I'm putting on the handbrake. And yours is a red... It's a red car. It's a red car. So, that would be a, that would be a problem if, uh, you know, the, the Courier Mail headline writes itself, red on red on dead. Nice. Nine or red, or, red car explosion on the hill. red on red on red and it's blood on, like, the white oh. sheets that they cover my corpse with. Well, that's why so many people get hit by because they don't see it coming because it's invisible because <laughs> it's, like, camouflaged. It's, it's like a night rider. It's, it's camouflaged into the hill. They're like, well, we just thought the soil was... We thought it was an avalanche from the soil, but it was actually just <laughs> Joe's car and he hadn't put the handbrake on. It's I'm like, dead. It's like, oh yeah, to me, Red Hill and Mars look the exact same. Elon Musk is like, I wouldn't be <laughs> the first man to go to uh, Red Hill. They're like, yeah, mate, heaps of guys are there. Hey, and okay. here's one for you, Elon, they live there. Heaps of guys live there with three of their mates that they loved going to school with, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, so apparently Henry took him out of the church. Landmark of the suburb yeah. is St. Bridget's Church. St. Bridget's. Um, the old faithful. Now, dare I say... It has one of the most expensive pieces of land in Brisbane. Oh, that is a better well, the church view has than all the expensive land. Else. Yeah, yeah. Well, the church has that random bit of land outside the Suncorp. I absolutely love it. Hmm. Um, but I think because it was a Catholic church, we read on Wikipedia that the parish was largely composed of poor Irish immigrants. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a according to this page a bit of a hotspot for the poor Irish immigrants to hang out in the early years. This is it was built in 1914, so this is kind of your World War One era. Um, oh, so like still quite a bit of Irish discrimination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, us V4X gold. Yeah. Oh. We take 118 seconds to pour our beers. It's like, awesome. I've yeah, drunk we- mine in half that. Have a we fucking gold, mate. 232 degrees. <laughs> I lived in Ireland for four months. I do not have a good Irish accent. I was going to say, you'd, you'd feel quite like you were back on exchange if you yeah. were to go to that church in the time. And everyone's been like, come in, pray for God. I went to church heaps on exchange. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> a great club called the church. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like that's common. I feel like there's a lot of bars I think, yeah, and nightclubs in former churches. I think there's a very churches. famous one in Manchester that started it where like Joy Division and stuff used to play. Oh. And so now everyone's like, oh, guys, you know what blow everyone's mind? The church. Yeah, yeah cool. right. Yeah, that's right. Or the other one. Uh, yeah, so the yeah, lots of uh, lots of Irish, uh, lots of Irish people there having a good time. Um, the construction of St Bridget's um, was regarded as the coming of age of Catholicism in Brisbane. Well, the church came of age, so none of the priests wanted to come inside it anymore. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Take it out of the oven. <laughs> You're on notice, God. <laughs> Funny as well, after like, our quite earnest chat about the Vatican earlier, it's like, oh, we just had this lurking in the way. Um, there are pedophiles. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> that is, that is like, it's a very imposing building, it, isn't it? You really, I would say that it is one of the most iconic. Like, there's just something so Game of Thrones about yeah. it. You're looking up and it just... It, Peers over the, the red keep. I think. Well, the red keep. Yeah. yeah. I guess also because it peers over the ICB. Like even if you have no reason to be in Red Hill, like I knew what that building was before it dawned on me. It was a church. Oh yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, you're, trying you're not special, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, same, Joe. Yeah, same. I thought yeah, it was same. A, thought We've it had was a shared experience. Too. Maybe we should talk about it on a podcast. I had it three before you, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that yeah. was urgency. Very um, important church. Red Hill Picture Pops Theatre. What? Red Hill. 
Picture Pops Theatre. It opened on Saturday 14th of December 1912 on the northern corner of Nogra Terrace and Musgrave Road. And then the Wikipedia helpfully provides us with the coordinates 27.4526 degrees south and 153.0041 degrees east. I've not seen this done with any other location on a Wikipedia page and the many times we have read them. Well, I was about to call you out on the necessity to say it was open on Saturday the 14th of December. Although that was weird as well. That was weird, but then you were like, oh, we could be a lot more specific here, Let's give the court. Yeah, if you are a in case, GD- you're if, in case you're a sailor looking yeah. for this church, if you're one of Obama's drones looking for this church, <laughs> just punch those ones in. Well, um, do you have any background on why it's called a picture pops theater? No, is po- I mean, pops used to be the slang for popular, so maybe it was just like they're showing popular movie. What movie hmm. wasn't popular in 1914? They had a train going at the screen, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's going to kill me." <laughs> well, if you Fucking adjusted idiot. for inflation, Gone with the Wind actually made more than Avengers. It's okay, like, yeah, well, fuck off, yeah, because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> Literally, it's like people Gone call- with the Wind wasn't competing with TikTok. Like, <laughs> let's relax. There was All the naturally short attention spans of young people. What? Whoa. Unpacking millennial malaise. Gone with my attention. Am I right? Gone with my dreams in this housing crisis. Avocado. What? <laughs> Um, maybe it's the Red Hill Picture Pops Theatre because only uh, Grandpa's got to go. Yeah, I was thinking that. Come in. Have you got any hard candies? (laughs) Actually, when you think about it, Grandpa's can go to a theatre, eat some hard candies and lie down for like three hours in a dark room. It's probably the best thing in the world as a grandfather. Yeah, true. You can take all my grandkids to see Madagascar 20. (laughs) Um, Melman still has AIDS. Yeah, that was a dark turn in yeah, Madagascar. Yeah, no, escape nope. to Africa. Yeah, everyone's like, his hypochondriac nature actually spot on. He's got AIDS. <laughs> Escaped to New York in the eighties. It was an open air cinema. Ah, opening night was dedicated to raise funds for the Ithaca War Memorial. Rather- As in the memorial for the Ithaca. There was a war in Ithaca. <laughs> they were like, oh, I love latte. <laughs> yeah. Where's the soil at? Also, if it opened in nineteen twelve, like. Raise some fucking funds for the war. Mm, the war. No, no, no. Well, this was in. Oh, yeah. So, is, the, is it a memorial yeah. to. Well, oh, the war hadn't happened yet, 1914. War. It would have been the Boer War. Now, what if it was actually World War One, and in 1912, <laughs> they they're building it two it? years early, they're like, let's just get ahead on this. There's Something's brewing over they're there like, in Europe. I think we should really just get ahead on this war memorial. <laughs> let's take let's take an early mark and get this thing done. Guys, those krauts seem to be marshalling at alarming speed, and there's a certain <laughs> peninsula in Turkey that's looking pretty attractive. Let's get ahead of the game. I don't feel like that uh, that Archduke Franz Ferdinand has <laughs> long with the back of his head, guys. <laughs> let's start this war memorial now, and then uh, when everyone else is building theirs, we can go and steal their girlfriend. We're the War Memorial Boys. We're the Memorial. We're we, the Memorial Boys. We dack other memorials. They yeah, people think that spirit. people who make War Memorials are real serious dudes, but <laughs> I have to say, we're actually a bunch of pretty. Li- you know the show Entourage? It's like that, but instead <laughs> of acting, we make War Memorials. Yo, Vinny, the statue of a fallen shoulder, uh, soldier has the chick totally texting me. <laughs> Speaking of War Memorial, very briefly, mm. my single dream location of living in Bra- Brisbane Tell is me one of those that. apartments just to the right of it. Uh, of the Ithaca War Memorial. You know, you want to live in the War insane. Memorial, mate. Yeah. You want to like- think about war every single day. I know. The war on terror. Whoa. The war on bad podcasts. Oh. The war on, and here's the big one, yourself. Yeah. When are we going to talk about that? Well, that's the big war. Oh, and of course, the war on everything. Oh, yeah. Do you want to come to my Chase's War on Everything Memorial? <laughs> um, but or the War on Drugs Memorial, but it's the band. <laughs> it's the band. It's like, guys, they're not dead. They just released their third album. Yeah, the first song is 12 minutes. Short for them. <laughs> um, in April 1934, mm. it became the State Theatre. It functioned as a cinema until 1964 uh, when it... Oh, Joey. Oh, geez. It was converted into a music venue called... Teen City. Do, 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 do. That's a bit loose. That'd it's be pretty loose. I tell you what, it's a good that. thing that Catholicism had just come of age just down the yeah, street. No, Those yeah. pieces are grasping on their rosary beads going far out. Not bad, boys. How cool is that? Imagine going and being like, what are you doing this weekend? Well, I'm 14. Where do you think I'm going to be? In my city. It's Teen City. Teen City. The only cooler place would be two on the nose if it was like, oh, you're going, oh, fuck city. Yeah. That's the section of the And world. that's already what Red Hill is. Uh, it's a fuck Am city. I right, legends? They're literally saying, yeah, the city, yeah, teen the city. city. Always fucks. And then, that's if, cool. if it wasn't sexy enough, 1965, the swing in 60s, it was converted into a roller skating rink 
cool skate arena. Not as cool as Teen City. Doesn't have the same sexy energy. No, it's, it's but hard. you can imagine in the '60s, high pink socks, rollerblades, incredibly short shorts yeah. from everyone. I reckon like afros, like testicles peeking out your short, short shorts. I'm now just thinking of that flake commercial from years ago. But I'm picturing <laughs> like that guy just going around Red Hill in his rollerblades. Does flake do commercial? Oh, speaking of rollerblades, I have seen so much rollerblading in Brisbane. It's back over the last few. I was going to oh, say this few weeks. Back. I was going to yeah. say literally right into the show. I went on a bike ride today. So Genuinely, six people. Yeah, what's going on? Maybe they maybe Pumpkin Man is maybe there is he's like <laughs> maybe they're linked in some uh, Pumpkin Man, the Pumpkin Kevin Spacey, yeah, Brett yeah, yeah. Lee, and Rollerblades must be linked, and we'll find out on this show. If you thought these tangents were random and non-related, you have you've missed the fact that we scripted this entire podcast three <laughs> years ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, skate arena is pretty cool. Then, also, I'd say that like people skating to the skate arena, like I imagine maybe you carry your rollerblades you on the way yeah. to the arena. Because I, I was going to say that's quite a steep area to well, be I used skateboarding. To skate um, at skate, Stafford skating. Skate Arena, and you absolutely bring your rollerblades. Mm. You're not skating there. And you have like a special ba- protective bag for it, yeah. I imagine. Like a lead bag. Like I, Tonya. Um, oh, so true. Great movie. But very sadly, yeah. the demise of Teen City and Skate Arena, it was destroyed by arson on the 26th of December 2002. Which, which Boxing I think- Day. Oh, someone didn't get what they want. Someone wanted rollerblades for Christmas. Someone wanted a burnt down bloody skater arena for Christmas. Well, maybe that. Maybe it. there was a jealous kid who was like, "All I want, all I want is rollerblades, mum and dad. All I want is rollerblades." And then they didn't get them for them. They're like, "Oh, we wanted to get you rollerblades, but instead we got you this uh, this shovel." They're welcome like, to welcome to this time. They're like, we wanted to get you rollerblades, but we thought you'd be more interested in a hundred matches, kerosene, and dirty <laughs> rags. And he's like, Are "You." Implicitly <laughs> suggesting I don't No, 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 mate You, you go nuts I mean Molotov cocktails, anyone? <laughs> don't be Wines not. Arson, baby Arson, baby Yarson So Arson is still I was doing some research for work And almost every Queensland bushfire Over the past summer Was caused by youth arson Not leaning into right-wing conspiracy theories But as somebody who's never been tempted To light a building on fire It's a much bigger issue Than we give it credit for Yeah, well Yeah There would be quite a thrill What are you doing with there? that? That match, <laughs> Henry? Well, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just not reading my, my laptop with it you know, like <laughs> through the light of a yeah, like an oil lamp. Uh, but Henry, it recently reopened. Yes, I'm not wrong, and yep. the date we have on this is wrong, completely wrong. <laughs> it says uh, it says <laughs> it reopened off. as a five screen cinema complex called the Red Hill Cinemas on Saturday 30th of November 1919. I, I believe they mean 2019. Uh, I, I, I believe that too. Well, I was away when it opened. I was so jealous because it looks like the sickest shit ever. Well, we might talk about it a bit more in yeah, contemporary but happily. yeah, but, it's, uh, it's very good. Before we move on from the wig out, Henry, mm. important piece of Red Hill history that as uh, is referred to in the Wikipedia is Nick Earl's iconic Brisbane novel, Zigzag Street, is yep. set in the Red Hill Street of the same name. Yes. Now, for those who follow along with our show, Zigzag Street is the spiritual predecessor in a huge way to Boy Swallows Universe. Mm. I feel like every generation there comes along these classic Brisbane novels. Like we were saying earlier, like it's just been a permanent fixture in our parents' book collections. Anyone above the age in 40, I guarantee, just has Zigzag Street lying around. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I just remember it being such a standout. I think the copy we used to have like... Have like some lips on the cover of, of it, or it might have been a different. Yeah, li- no, Nick Earls had another book. No, book oh, called he had Bachelor s- Kisses. That's right. It's a but very sexy cover. I think I saw a North Shore. Yeah, earlier. I think we have it upstairs. Yeah. Um, also, like, I haven't read. I haven't made. Have you read Zigzag Street? I have not read. I was. I literally have cracked open a page because I want to talk about it on the show. But mm. having literally, and now having read two pages of it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read this tonight. I know we'd love it. To give people a quick, uh, yeah. I guess, synopsis: Richard Darrington is a 28 year old corporate lawyer in Brisbane, struggling to cope after his girl friend Anna has left him. He lives on Zigzag Street in the Brisbane suburb of Red Hill in his grandmother's former home. The novel follows his life over a six-week period as he continues to mess things up before finding new purposes and new love. The novel features a number of Brisbane landmarks, including Broadway on the Mall, Park Road in Milton, as well as the eponymous Zigzag Street. Uh, it references British band The Smiths, which I don't usually sure. connect with Brisbane. No. Um, its reference to Tim Tam Biscuits nice. and other Queensland icons has made it a cultural favourite. Yeah, shocking I haven't read it. I I think it was a play it, it as well. It couldn't and I didn't sound see that. more up our alley. The idea I of, know I'd love it. The idea of following a six-week period of a young bloke in Brisbane living in an inner city suburb as he continues to mess things up while finding love. Oh. Just, just I mean, that was, that was that's been my week yeah. so far. <laughs> Any given six weeks. But Harry, I, I opened to real. a random page of it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Raw. Um, open to a random page of it because I assume there would be something interesting because apparently it's paper with Brisbane references. Yeah. And this isn't a Brisbane reference, but it was my favourite, possibly my favourite passage I've ever read in a book. So, yeah. it's first person narration and this is what it is. So... Monday morning. Five more days of worthy achievement before another wild weekend. <laughs> that is sick. I want to start every Monday morning saying to myself in the mirror, come on, Joey, five more days of worthy achievement than another wild weekend. <laughs> oh, I'd like to get that printed on some sort of uh, motivate, like a motivational poster. Yes, but it's like, like a black and white photo of, of like a beach. A, instead of a guy climbing Everest, it's like us having a beer on a deck. Yeah. <laughs> and then another wild weekend recording a podcast with your one friend. And then and that could also double for the as the poster for deck chasers. So true. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And uh, we are now doing contemporary Red Hill, the hill that's red. And there's a lot to say about what it is. So I would they say, named it what it was. It's a Red Hill. I would say most of the defining things about Red Hill are what it is today and what it Whoa. means to be contemporary. And that is the and setting of the film Red Dog. <laughs> Red Dog, Red the Hill. Hunt, the hunt for Red October, but it's just like, gee, trying to get a share house on October Red Hill is pretty hard. Yeah. Type movie reference. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. We could have yeah, we could have got like 10 minutes out of a Red Dog. Imagine, I, I've never seen Red Dog. Imagine me neither. <laughs> so what are our 10 minutes? Just Red Dog walking around and be like, could I have coffee? <laughs> seafood, please. Red Dog's being like, Sun Club looks pretty cool from this hill. Mm. It's not a medium walking distance, but you put your walking shoes on your phone. I I'm, saw that like I'm Red Dog <laughs> I'm in the Lang Park traffic area Which goes for so long Oh no I parked for over 50 we minutes I got a fine I have to give them 100 doggy biscuits Henry and I Haven't seen Red Dog And can only assume This is how he talks Does he even fu- Does the Here's what Does, the, does, the, does the fucking Red Dog talk Because we need to know We need to I haven't seen Marley and Me either Does the dog talk in that I love how with Marley Me It'd always be like Have you seen Marley Me You're like no you're like, It's so sad And you're like Well obviously, obviously. This dog fucking dies doesn't Yeah it? literally And they're like Oh no spoilers And you're like it's Well like, I'm mentally ready what is it, what is, How is it sad Marley and Me How is it, what, is it set in Hiroshima <laughs> Like And then the dog dies um, And then the whole family Is shipped off to Auschwitz-Birkenau And so like, <laughs> Oh it is quite a sad film. Oh, They're, they're not sad. It's like That is a But then the dog spoiler. saves them Oh that'd be oh, By rough. posing as a Nazi officer <laughs> That's a fun That's movie That's a fun movie It'd be like be like yeah corporal bark or something no 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 furra ah oh. like furra but dog fur <laughs> boom awesome sign us up netflix yeah, we'll I was gonna say, yeah i literally was gonna be like the third reich the third like, it could be like the third reich. bark i don't know the third bark or like bark is a german composer i was uh, well bark? the first thing true the first thing i was thinking of was dog furra and then i'm like we'd get massacred because literally everyone in internet comment sections would go furra furra Mm. You could have thought of it. Um, Dogs go wacko for genocide. Yeah, that's is good. its tagline. That's good. <laughs> it's like those series of movies that I was reading about this that came out before everyone did serious Holocaust movies. Apparently, there were two or three movies that came out that tried to deal with it in a light way, and they just got fucking savaged out the gate. Or the movie is just called Play Dead. <laughs> it's the dog. That's how the dog. So that's how the dog gets in. No, I love that. Play dead. Coming to a Red Hill Cinemas near you. Uh, yeah. After Henry and I get immediately cancelled. Or roll right. over, which is what um, Warsaw did. Yeah. Um, and, anyway. and the French, am I right? Uh, Fucking, oh. I yeah. am uh, too tired to defend my country. Yeah, too busy eating my frog leg. I'm eating out the frog. I am 61. I cannot it. simply be expected to work to save my country. <laughs> Shall we go on strike against the Nazis? And they're like, yeah, good. We want your industry. <laughs> Have them. We're going on strike. Well, speaking of bitter and long uh, drawn out yes. wars and battles, that is not unlike the one between Red Hill and Paddington. Is is there an end to this war, Henry? Do you see it? Because I don't. I don't see a treaty in sight, Joe Dwyer. This is the Israel pal. I know he's saying this a lot. I made that comment about Ashgrove and the Gap, but mm. I think there's actually a clearer difference between those two. Like, they are on opposite sides of the issue. Red Hill and Paddington could be the same, but they are simply not. And as my sister said, who lives in Red Hill, she's to her great shame says, I will often tell people, whether it's out at bars or on nights, being like, oh, where do you live? She's like, I say Paddington. That's hard. There's a cultural currency to saying I live in Paddington. It's it's the idea of the breezy share house, but Red Hill people well, do well, think- it's, it's because, you know, we did Paddington as our first episode. Mm. The cultural cachet with Paddington. It's iconic. It, it is not- it's not the biggest, it doesn't have the most bars, it doesn't have the most fun, it doesn't have the most everything, but it just typifies perfect Brisbane. Mm. But dare I say- and Red Hill doesn't. Most areas that people think of 
a lot of areas that people think of as Paddington are actually in Red Hill. Paddington yep. goes way further west than people realise. You could live in Paddington and be dead set four or five k's from the city. Mm. Like, you're almost in Barden. Whereas Red Hill, you're pretty faultlessly in and among it. Yeah, because you're just going up. Um, and as uh, one of as Emma, one of Emily's housemates, said to us, um, every, house in Re- every house in Red <laughs> Hill seems to either be a very rich, yuppie place or a crack den, and there is no in-between. I literally <laughs> could not agree more. There are so many beautiful renovated, clearly $3 million homes. Yeah, there's some and nice just ones out there. concrete cracked ends. Mm. It's fucking insane. Yeah, while, we're, while we're on it as well, actually, the difference. It's funny because I think Red Hill, for a place that is, you know, has this big, like, little brother and inferiority complex compared to Paddington, mm. has some of my favourite streets in Brisbane in both name and execution. Well, do you want to, do we want to play, um, let's play Red Hill or Blue Hill right now? Uh, let's play Red Hill or Blue Hill. And I take one of them. So you give me a street okay. and I'll and, and uh, have a guess whether for, it's Paddington or Red Hill. I'm going to go for broadly well-known streets. Okay. Okay. Kennedy Terrace. Red Hill. Bingo. Yep. Upper Cairns Terrace. So is upper and lower are they s- oh. now they aren't really right next to each other. I'm gonna say Red Hill. Correct. Okay. Princess Street. Padding- it's the one Paddington. That's um that's Blue Hill. I'll take the Blue Hill. It's now Paddington. Here's, here's an insane one I found. Mm. Princess Street is bisected by Great George Street. Half of Princess Street is Red Hill and the oh, other half is Paddington. Oh, trick question. So that's the half. They thing. split the princess in half. Now, of course, like I just it. revealed the Great George Street. Is in Red Hill. It's no. in Paddington. The, let this to our Barnabas listeners speak to. Can you imagine trying now, to navigate we are the as place? Confused as anyone else, but Brick is the kind of place where a lot. Of, I mean, because this is quite similar. Because I work in Tenerife, so True. a lot of people when you're writing envelopes, and in fact, even according to Google, my work is depending on the source you're looking at, either in Tenerife or Newstead four oh oh five or four oh oh six. There's surely just a bit of a gentleman's notes. agreement. Yeah, well, there's surely just a bit of a gentleman's agreement amongst the post of like, oh, well, they've they've put down Kennedy as Paddington. We we know which one they're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Or they might, I don't know how the post work. Maybe or they're they just like, just no, no, they're like, incorrect and they just rip up your yeah, letter. just like absolute dickhead. Say goodbye to grandma's postcard, you <laughs> dickhead. Unlucky little mate. I rip it up. Now, and it's well known that postmen eat paper. Oh, they absolutely love this. Brisbane shit. postmen oh, eat paper. looking at the map again, Kennedy Terrace is again another street that splits itself between the two suburbs. So oh. there aren't even... Mate, no one's making up their mind. Mate, there aren't even that many clear streets that just are obviously these, one or the other. Just these Here's bisexual the roads and streets everywhere. <laughs> Here is the one that really blows my mind. Mm. Where do you think the Paddington Skate Park is? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say Red Hill based on the fact... That, based on where we're going. Uh, yeah. So the Paddington Skate Park with the address of 113 Caxton Street is in Red Hill. Uh, no one fucking knows what's going on in this area. It's an absolute mess. It's so an absolute they've all got altitude sickness from that big hill. Oh, God, yeah. So yeah. Speaking of Upper Cairns Terrace, uh, my favourite street in Brisbane by an absolute mile. Unpakistani Hamish grew up there. Mm. And uh, now he's living not too far away. So it's very sweet. What's your, What makes it your favourite street? Um, the view from the house on Upper Cairns Terrace is... I think the single best view in Brisbane. You know, way back in our first episode, we talked about the view outside of Remy's window. Yeah. It's similar to that, but it's more expansive. You get both Suncorp and the city and Forex Brewery. It also beautifully cruises down slowly into effectively being like Darling & Co, Mm. Petrie Terrace State School, Ithaca Pool. Like, it is just... Whenever I turn into an iQuiet, it's also how I get to uni and um, how I get to work and stuff because oh, I used to park in Paddington yeah. and Backstreet. And whenever I turn into it, just this calm comes over me. Fucking Lower Cairns Terrace? No. No, thanks. You get shot in the dick with some crack. Like, yeah. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen, but Upper Cairns Terrace. Oh, but the Upper Cairns. Gorgeous. Yeah, it is uh, closer to the gods up there. But, um, but Henry, there are a lot of big back decks in Red Hill and noise, I'd say, carries reasonably well. Yeah, so- but how well? Unpakistani's friends of the show are Sam, Ned, and Dom. And friends uh, of ours. And friends of ours, even. <laughs> uh, they all uh, lived in a. Well, you were telling me that it is. Was, it, was the name of the street? It's Surrey Street. Surrey Street, which is actually in Red, Red Hill, Hill, but like literally to demonstrate the confusion, Henry thought it was in Paddington, and I got Sam and Uber there once and I said Paddington. But I checked it today, technically Red Hill. So technically Red Hill. Um, but quite a while away from the church and the kind of upper yeah. areas of the hill. You'd, it, it is really close, like Red Hill Seafood, Botanica. Yes. Yeah. It's the cinemas, basically. Essentially. So, so pretty far away. Um, yeah, so I was, uh, we were having a Christmas celebration there last year, uh, standing on the deck, and yeah, it started around you kind of 2 p.m. time, and everyone had been drinking and eating for quite some time, so it was getting uh, admittedly a bit loose. Um, bit of and, volume. And there's a, Is the, it Teen City yet? 
No, wasn't it like teen, teen city, city level? level no, that okay. wasn't uh, that wasn't that kind of rebel rebel feel to it as of yet. But we were it was, we were settling into a bit of a loose energy, and uh, I think it was Ollie and Sam and I were standing in the corner just having a conversation, yeah. and I'm telling some sort of story. Yeah, and, and look, none of you are quiet guys. I'm sure there was a bit of escalation. I get a text from my sister, yeah. uh, and she goes, "Hey, um, random, but like, are you in Paddington?" <laughs> I was like, no, I'm in Red Hill, mate. Check the, f- <laughs> check the fucking website. Check um, the police. Um, what? Yeah, well, check the police. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, um, yeah, I mean, like, I am. And she calls me and she goes, I'm sitting on my deck on Balmain Terrace. So this has to be like kind of what, 900 metres away, travelling over a gully of the home. She's well up near the um, Musgrave Road side of yeah. Balmain Terrace. And I'm like comfortably it is, it is a in the same eight nine minute walk. Yeah. And she goes, not only can I hear you and identify your voice, I can tell you the story you're telling <laughs> and manage to, by identifying what I've been talking about, be like, it's that story of that time we were in Sri Lanka and da-da-da-da-da or whatever it was. And she nailed it. And she was like, absolutely correct. And then she came over and it was nice. We had a little drink. But that to, is the, I mean, it's so more a testament funny. to the volume of my voice, but also the fact that mm-hmm. like, Mate, you can't have any secrets in this place. No, no, absolutely. no If you're going to have an affair, you know, get oh, out of Red Hill. I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend generally having an affair no, in the but same I, suburb. But if you were going to get away with it, you're not doing it in Red Hill. Suburb where you think you can most get away with an affair, go. Oh, um, Cooparoo, it's so big. True. I and think, because there's insidious gossip and... Um, I, I think I could get away with an affair in Graceville. Okay. I think big houses, big open... I don't know. It feels like sound doesn't carry and stories don't either. But I guess because Graceville, like, a lot of the dates would be breakfast dates. And I feel True. like... Everyone's going to three girls skipping. But if you see someone at breakfast with someone, I wouldn't assume that's an affair. No, I'd be like... I'd just be like, oh, they're just friends. Yeah, unless they gave you a weird look. It's and a platonic thing weirdly. to do. Is yeah, be like, like having... just have breakfast with a friend. Hmm. I've done that before. I've done that. I, I'm telling you now... There's nothing sexy about bacon... But yeah, I think speaking of though, Henry, um, your sister sitting on her deck, that's got to be one of the most classic Red Hill classic houses. Yeah, like, my sister, my sister's house, and the address being uh, <laughs> Doc's, my sister. Um, <laughs> but she's, she's, on, she's on Balmain Terrace. Um, the Balmain bitches, they call themselves, bit of fun. fun. Three three girls there. Bit of alliteration. And uh, I remember like the weekend she moved in, Joe actually came to help with something, yeah. and we walked in. And Henry um, and I famously useful uh, at moving things. Mm, exactly. Couch and be like, oh, pretty tired, Em. Could have a beer. Yeah. And so we're like walking in, and then. And like putting things in the lounge room and stuff, and it is just immediately the biggest of uh, like most one of the most Brisbane energies. To the point, fun fact: the photo shoot we did for our first yes. season, where we announced the podcast, was done on that deck because we, we said, we, "I can't think of a more iconic Brisbane deck." We literally chose that place to exemplify Brisbane and this I'm a, podcast. Oh, I'm walking in there, knowing that our roommate couldn't put his massive <laughs> penis away. Yeah, this bloke just walks out and he's like, "Oh, hey, fellas." His penis was just flopping out. Henry and I try to shake his hand. He's like, no, shake something else. <laughs> We're just trying to move the furniture. So my sister can live there. And he's like, excuse penis. me, mate. I'll just get, get through here. And like, oh, put it away. Put it away, mate. You just, you know, away, go to grab your beer and you just get a handful of penis. I hated it. <laughs> it was very Brisbane experience. Parody, satire, parody. Yeah, didn't, this didn't happen. Unless it did. Um, what? <laughs> but no. But moving further down Waterworks Road, Henry, mm. into Deep Red Hill, we have the Broncos Leagues Club and the Broncos Training Ground. Now, cards on the table. We don't want to be biased. We want to be upfront on this podcast. One of my favourite spots in Brisbane by a mile. Yeah, it's fine. I obviously love the Broncos, but there's just such a great... You know, most of the time the Broncos play at Suncorp. It's this big corporate kind of ground, even at its best. The fact they train at Red Hills is so suburban, so earthy. I absolutely love it. Mm, yeah. And there's a leagues club. There is a leagues club. Darren Lockyer does kilograms of coke, apparently. Yeah, it is a, I mean... A cola. It's, it's a bit, yep. That's what, that's what Joe meant. <laughs> that's what we meant. It's Yeah, it's a bit of a scene and there is a, a very Vegas vibe to it, like a hotel in Vegas. Yeah. Like you walk in and there's a full fountain and there's flashing lights, yeah. there's pokies everywhere. It doesn't really... It's it so couldn't be more opulent. distinctive. It couldn't be more kind of contrasting to the Red Hill energy outside of like relaxed Brisbane, yeah. low kind of low energy Brisbane in that part of it. And then yeah. you're just like, oh, it, it, this is going to show on. It's clearly aiming to give a fancy night out to people who don't often have a fancy night out, which I kind of love. But mm. the idea of the boffins over it, the, the, Wayne Bennett's idea of a fancy night out is just batshit. Yeah. Because, you know, they have this fountain, it's glitzy, but it's a buffet. It was very, yeah. <laughs> it's well, a we used to have like, you know. Terrace. I do love the Broncos Leagues Club. It's so fun. It's a great place, yeah. And Terrace Rugby dinners used to be there. I remember when I was in primary uh, school, know. they'd have like an annual dinner and it'd kind of everyone would oh, yeah. go along and stuff like that, parents and kids. And um, 
yeah, loosest energy I met. I just remember there was like, I just distinctively remember just like running around, like hiding behind the black curtains lining the walls. And like none of the kids would be seen. And the parents would be like, yo, it's like 11 p.m. We need to leave. And we'd all be like, we found a passageway. And they're like, like, no, we can see. And you just see. We're Broncos now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lockie's like, come with us. (laughs) Mum, I'm Tony Carroll now. I say this with the utmost sincerity. (laughs) There was also a silent auction going on. And classic, just like very early in school learning that silent auctions you completely unaccountable so just running over and being like 70 million thousand gazillion dollars and they're like well we have to give him the golf clubs did you, did you ever think that thing with silent auctions before you knew you wrote down the answers it was just a room full of people dead silent putting up their hands because that's no I, that, I mean did you always know why just because of these dinners i i found out that, that was the first time oh, henry Brett. come across the term of silent of the people auction. goes to a lot of silent oh, auctions yeah, if i need to fill the day i'll go out and pop a, off to a silent you need auction to pay three and a half thousand dollars for four nights in the wood sunday yeah People always overpaid for shooting silent auctions. I hated it. What was up, what was up with like? Could you just in the silent auction let's go and like white out other people's yeah. bids? Like, imagine they're just, like, just seeing someone out. with a white <laughs> a white out just changing people's bids, just fucking with them. You're like, or or you get another pen and you just add a zero to everyone's. That's thing. A, that's more fun. That'd be fun because you could sort of put someone in hot water. Fuck like, the price up. Gee, seventeen thousand dollars for guitar lessons with a year eleven <laughs> student who's in Mister Cocking's band. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit uh, of fun. But, but I actually but, ended up back there. Yeah. Um because by choice. Uh yeah, somewhat. I don't know why I'm mock. I love the Broncos League Scott. Yeah, so it's much. good. Yeah, no, I Literally one of my it's it's also best place to watch a game. They have a mm-hmm. huge projector. And obviously everyone there likes the Broncos. I'll go back to my other story quickly. I just remember I'm pretty sure <laughs> some family friends of mine had a story years ago where they went to the to the Broncos League's club as the Broncos were training and uh, Lockyer and a few other of the star players came off the field and oh, they, so quite a while ago and, yeah, and they had a sharpie and signed the arms of the children and um, our family friend the mother just like made the kids shower with plastic bags on for like three weeks like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like uh, this just isn't a tattoo like it's going to go away it is literally going to go away but yeah so Henry you you had an experience at the Broncos Ladies Club well I just hosted trivia there it was back when I used oh, to like have a pun Broncos like, trivia pun like, well no funnily enough it was um, so it was at the Broncos Leagues Club it was for like quite a serious charity event for like a, a oh, corporation and there were a lot of like businesses there and stuff um <laughs> but they reveal like maybe a day out they're like yeah ready for the corporate trivia and i was like yeah really excited to do it because corporate gigs pay a bit more than like a pub gig yeah and they're like oh also the theme's pixar <laughs> I, think we've, I think we've got to mention it oh yeah famously at the broncos league and we were like is that gonna be a problem we were like well yeah, absolutely yes we're not and we like I have mean, the quiz ready to go and it's, it's a very like multimedia driven quiz the it, old it um, is, company it, i used to work well, for you can, you can well, quiz masters quiz masters so, fantastic company yeah but it is there's a hell of a lot going on in quiz masters quiz and, and we're like yeah quiz. no we're not just gonna it's like oh sorry guys i know it's a day out but uh everyone needs to go home and watch cars 2 and take yeah. the main points from it uh, yeah. so we can you quiz these me, corporates can't give me a thesis-esque dissertation on the message of wally I need you to get the <laughs> fuck out of the Broncos Leagues Club. We just fuck everyone, make every question about Coco and Brave. And they're like, geez, we're really expecting some Toy Story Bugs Life gear in here, guys. <laughs> oh, so you're not getting that. any Monsters Inc. No, not about that. Uh, now, Henry, I have two experiences with the Broncos training facility. Mm. Both uh, quick stories. So uh, I don't want this show to become uh, about my young rugby league anecdotes. No, I, I do. don't want anyone to get the vibe I was good or played much. No. Um, but when I was young, I went to like a junior rugby league camp mm. at um, Red, at the Broncos training facility. Outstanding. And true to form that I'd carry through for the rest of my life, I got injured in like two hours in. Yeah. I would have like, <laughs> uh, I think I think I dislocated my kneecap. Yeah, um, good. And so I was like limping off the field. I was feeling so off and I was just like, far out. This camp's meant to be two days. And they told me, they were like, I was like, oh, can you just like call my parents? And they were like, no, no, don't worry, mate. You paid for the camp. So you're still going to get here and get the full experience. And I was like oh, clutching my dislocated <laughs> knee. And I was like, I don't want to sit here for two days now. Now I can't fucking play footy. Put some ice on it and watch your friends have fun. Literally, now. but I had some ice on it. I was inside and I heard that apparently the kangaroos were training there as well. So I had the Australian rep footy team. Mm. Um, and who should come over with a very melted but kind super super in hand than Sam Thiday. Oh, Just hands it to me, you guys. Man. Here you go. Little mate, heard about your injury. 
best fucking feeling in the world. That's the best moment of your life. For like a seven-year-old, just comes did over. Did you like, eat the Zuba Duba or did you use it to ice your kneecap? Because maybe he did mean it in a medical sense. <laughs> he meant it in a medical sense. Well, I think I did ice my kneecap with it first, but then, you know, the warmth from my excitement of meeting Sammy thought they probably <laughs> melted that straight away. Well, the warmth of his heart. He handed you a oh, tube full right. of grape-flavoured liquid because he's such a warm, <laughs> giving guy. He handed me some quasar lemon and it just <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah, oh, I love San Thido, man. Oh, we have mate. a fair bit to do with him at Thank work. Thank God it's Thido. Yeah. Great little show. Thank God it's Thido. Um, and of course, uh, I don't know if we've announced this on the podcast No, yet. I think we've kept this to ourselves, Henry, but our friends might know. Joe has a tendency to go for the impulse purchase. Uh, COVID, COVID didn't help that. I don't know if we've mentioned that, but uh, anyway, he bought DJ Dex. Yeah. Not long enough into isolation for it to be a justifiable purchase in my mind. It was possibly before we started recording this podcast. I'm looking at them now. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're and they, they, uh, you know. You're good at it. I can just oh, say. Oh, look, they're fun. And look, it wasn't cheap, but I was just panic bought some DJ decks like three days into ISO. I was like, I'll learn a new skill. Like, fuck out. I'm going to like mix <laughs> more rat and more grab together and see what happens. <laughs> um, but Henry and I were talking about it. And we were like, we're we like, need a DJ collective. Yeah, we need a DJ collective name as well. And, and we were fiddling around with it. And we were like, we reckon we're pretty good. We're going to do a mix on the show uh, in future. So you will hear us. But uh, yeah, not unlike the man in the story, yeah. uh, a Brisbane legend, uh, Slam Thiday. Slam Thiday. That's gonna, our collective. So that's like, we are to the, that's our chain smokers. Yeah. That's our Swedish House thing. Mafia. Yeah. Our, uh, does that mean we have to have separate DJ names so and then we come together I as know the what collective? My separate DJ name is. What's yours? Uh, it is both drug and Brisbane private school influence. Yep. Gummerville House. That's a bit far. Nice. Um, I'll, I'm going to be um, Lord Mayor Graham Twerk. Awesome. Okay. Good. And then we join yes, forces to and be Slam Thiday. Lord Mayor Graham Twerk, me, uh, Gummerville House is you, and together we are Slam Thiday. And you will genuinely hear one of our mixes coming. Oh, yeah, we're not show. fucking around. We're going to do no, a DJ you. mix on a we will, episode. We will, like, it is just the most fun thing in the And world. then if we ever get to a stage where we can do live shows. Oh, we're going to start and end the live show. Absolutely doing, yeah. yeah. I would like the idea of our live show to be, like, Unpacking Brisbane Live. Yeah. Everyone comes along and sits on like kind of plastic chairs. Yeah. And then like we're like, all right. that we've put cushions on. That's a bit fun. And then we're like, all right, show's over, guys. And then we clear, clear. the floor. Oh. Slam Thiday, come on. And, and we would obviously be remixing like, oh, like some Brisbane, like even just like, this is Andrew Lofthouse, channel Andrew Lofthouse on channel nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like little things like like tra- the tr- sound of like the train. Oh, like, like the, the next stop is Milton Gold. <laughs> <laughs> this iconic Brisbane. I mean, would obviously be remixing our theme. Oh yeah. Well, that's how we open. That's how that. we open mm. with a remix of our titles. But yeah, expect, a slam Thursday. Expect a slam Thursday mix coming near you. And Henry, the other thing is, once I was leaving at twenty first. Um, and you know, at the no, it club. was um, it was at Hear and Say, which is um, like a speech pathology centre in Red what? Hill. Long story. Twenty first was there. Yeah. Was it a theme? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just um, how just happened to be how the venue. The, you'd want the speeches to be good. Uh, we could all hear them loud and clear, mate. <laughs> pathology was fantastic. Um, One time, my friend got very drunk and she vomited on her other friend. It was simply the. Funniest thing. But all jokes aside, she's the best person I've ever met and I love her so much. Happy birthday. <laughs> God, these um, speeches at the but pathology it was an, it was just great. It was an amazing 21st. 21st speech pathology. <laughs> new business. <laughs> great new business. Amazing 21st, but uh, I, I'd had a fair bit to drink and I got really confused where my Uber was. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just start walking home. Like Red Hill to Wilson is the quickest walk, but I thought I could do it. No. And there's a lot of bushland in Red Hill, quite underrated, a lot of creeks and stuff. Mm. So I start wandering through the Red Hill bush at about midnight, completely and utter lost. I, I was getting really stressed. Like there's mm. a lot of random back streets. And then I just emerged from a clearing and literally like I'd found an oasis, I was on the Broncos training grounds. Oh, somehow hacked my way through the bush. And so like partly I could order an Uber home, but the other best feeling was just like, I'm home. I'm home. Footy's back, baby. Here I am. Well, yeah, um, that's the Broncos skate park. Yes. Sorry. What's the Broncos Lake stuff? Broncos Lake stuff. Uh, someone's reading ahead. Um, Red Hill Cinema. We spoke yep. about it in the uh, Wikipedia wig out. Uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, it's it's a great... I don't have too much to say about it. Um, Emily touched on this when we spoke to her earlier, just saying that, like, it was the biggest moment of the year culturally for this place Huge. to open up. And I do remember you were overseas, Joe, but, like, a lot of chats being, like, people not even particularly wanting to see a movie, just kind of picking a movie in order to go and uh, experience the cinema. Very, very cool. In the vein of the New Farm Cinemas um, and the Elizabeth Street ones, uh, just, like, feels like you've walked back in time. Feels a like bit. that. 
Ooh. I absolutely love it. We'll say that. Went there. Um, oh, you've been? Been there twice. Saw Knives Out and oh, yeah. um, Star Wars. Oh, you've put in a real shift there. Mm, yeah. Two movies that I'm yet to see. Yeah, the uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, uh, Knives Out, very good. Skywalker, shite. Oh, um, shit happens. But not not the only shite thing to happen. I got dinner there um, and the food menu is quite good. Like, And they'll oh, bring really? you your food and stuff like Let that. Let me guess, burgers. Well, no, jaffles. I got, a Mex- I got a Tex-Mex jaffle. Really weird. And I was like, that is the strangest thing I've ever seen in cinema. Jaffles has to be one of the few things where I'm like... No restaurant should ever serve this. This is purely a home cooked. Mate, creation. couldn't agree with you more because my curiosity got the better of me, and I was like, "Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll get a, a, I'll get a Pepsi, and you know what? Chuck us the Tex-Mex <laughs> Jaffle. Also, the Jaffles came with chips, very English. That yeah, I thought was strange like for what is clearly an American pop culture driven cinema. It's very English to be like, "Here's your toast, beans, and chips, lad." Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, so off this Mate, story. it was gross. I can imagine. It's not, and that is not to cast aspersions on Red Hill Cinema. Love Red Hill Cinema. It's doing absolutely excellent things. Um, but, mate, this Tex-Mex Jaffle thing like made Star Wars worse than it already was. Can I yeah, tell you that? I can imagine. So, Henry, uh, I accidentally spoiled it for everyone earlier, but love to have a brief chat with you about the skate park. Although, actually, don't you have a zigzag street story, my friend? Oh, you go first, mate. All right. So, the skate park, obviously, we don't know where it is. Um, I find it the single most scary place in Brisbane. Mm. It is filled with the toughest little units I've ever met. Mm. And I think our only option, Henry, is to go and earn their respect through learning to skate. We, we need. Do, didn't you say earlier you could? Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a friend of mine left a. I think I still have his skateboard, Lockie Glaives. Oh. It's still here. So we could skate and you could ripstick. And if there's anything these tough little 14 year old skaters respect, it's a ripstick. It's funny how, like, of the like early kind of early to mid 2000s advancements in skateboarding, the wooden skateboard one was still considered the coolest to the end, the Tony Hawk. Yeah. The ripstick was not cool. That was no. what, like, your younger siblings were getting for Christmas. And even less cool was the power wing. But which funnily made you enough. Like a motherfucker to ride it. Mm. And funnily enough, the Z Flex was cool. I think the Z Flex got the cool Z-Flex. label. That was like almost like a triangular base of like a oh, like a, it was like rectangular, oh, and then it had a triangle. Cool. I don't know. I feel like a lot. I feel like that leaped the ripstick in terms of being cool. You know what? Because the longboard was sick. True. You know what surprised me for being cool? The mm. penny board. What's that? It's- no. Did you not have penny boards in your year? I don't know if we got penny boards. Oh, so pennies were like these little maybe foot and a half they were tiny boards you barely got your feet on them they were like mini skateboards but it was the coolest thing to be so see that sounds like Z, so Z flexes were quite small I maybe thought. Z flex is like a brand of penny board or vice versa we'd love to hear about this everyone but yeah I agree long board is the most alpha shit you'll ever see oh yeah this looks a lot like Z flex I think yeah but I penny up. boards were very like I'm in year nine I've got a cracked phone but 14 texts from girls already <laughs> gonna get my vans on put on my rip curl backpack and get on my penny board so you reckon if we dress in the way you've just mentioned and yep. go down to the Red Hill Skate Park absolutely we'll be, with we'll a Z flex the penny board yeah yep. we will be able to become their fathers in many ways we'll be lords of Dogtown. remember Hell that movie yeah. yeah with Heath Ledger uh, R.I.P. Uh, Great movie. One of the worst American accents I've ever heard. Oh, it's clearly Australian. He's like, here I am, California. <laughs> yeah, well done, Heath. Your strength isn't in accents unless it's Lord's the Joker. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's a it's a bit of a showy title for a skateboarding movie, but I would like to see it deployed a bit more in like, yeah. sorry, guys, I'm going to go home and just have a night in. Um, I know it's your birthday, having a big night. Sorry, Joe, I'm going to go and be like, mate, you are a lord of Dogtown. <laughs> I want to start, start labelling, but you are, mate, you are just a fucking like, lord um, of Dogtown. Hey, mate, sorry, I, I know I told you it was my next round, it was my shout, but um, yeah, the card's all out. Just, mate, you're an absolute lord of Dogtown. And then there's lord of Red Dogtown. And he's like, <laughs> hmm. And then there's lord of Dogtown, which is like, and we'll never be skating. <laughs> oh, easy as you like. Does Red Hill fuck? Hmm. I don't think this is going to be a very divisive one. I think I think it does. I was literally thinking this today. I don't think we've had a pub suburb that I more feel like absolutely yeah. fucks. I don't know what the argument... Much like how Cooper I was like, I don't know what the argument this place does fuck is. I don't know what your argument against Red Hill fucking is. Because it's like the share house vibe. There, but not too many of them. And even the ones who do live there are cool. And there's probably mum and dad are like 38 and fuck all the time. Mm, yeah, I agree. It's got that kind of young... Hot couple it's energy, got like a kind of indie, like indie hot That's couple, both thinking. like salvos in Red Hill and fucks between the racks of like forty <laughs> pairs of. Give me that huge, like fuck that, that insanely big warehouse so big. that never has what you need. Never. I went there once to try and find a pair of white jeans for a party. They would have had like five hundred jeans there and all these hot couples fucking in them, but yeah. not a single pair of white jeans. Gutted. Yeah, that's a shame. But yeah, I think there's something. 
There's also a mystique in that it's slightly lesser known than Paddington or like Milton that I yeah. think makes it a bit sexier. It's agree. not a known quantity. You think you get into the bedroom with Red Hill and you think, where is this going to go tonight? Yeah, it's very like just lying around. It's very afternoon sex. Very like, after- uh, like not- Sunday, like they had a big yeah. night and nothing really happened on the night. But then they're lying around in the share house, and they're just having a, maybe and having it, a few Sunday beers on the and deck, it just and it sort, just of, happens. sort of happens. Yeah, it's definitely not a crazed three AM fuck, but no. it is. And it, neither I is it passionate. Just, I think it's just like a, oh yeah. I think it's like let's let's do this. Let's just have fun. It's why you know why are we not doing this in a way? But I think and it's I, not making love at all. No, no, it definitely fucks. But I also it's got think, a fuck boy energy about it, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like. it's got like a but not like a fuck boy of like someone who's like. Oh, they're obviously a dick. They're walking around in their like nice. stussy shirt and that like they're yeah. not like a, I think it's a very like oh he's a really sweet guy. He's got like hair down to his waist and he's like yeah he's got, in he's a, got band. a ratty little mo and uh, he loves sticky fingers even though he knows they're problematic. But he feels bad about how much he likes Australia he feel, Street. He feels he doesn't sing along anymore. He feels bad that we fuck every weekend and then he doesn't text me for five days. But That's he was listening to sticky Hill fingers night. the whole time because like how many albums did they have? Stress this enough. <laughs> he doesn't have time to text me because the man is listening to Australia Street all the way through and not singing along. See so the thing is that I feel like I text people while listening to music. At the same, I just don't feel like it. So he's listening. He's listening to st- to st- his fingers are too sticky. And that's the moment that makes the person. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get those sticky fingers, mate? <laughs> does Rosie music? Yeah, but does Red Hill fuck? I think unequivocally yes. Unequivocally, sharehouse vibes and afternoon roots. No, someone said to me the other day, I didn't think DJs had to do sound checks. <laughs> Fucking idiot! I should have punched him. And that's just about all the time we've got time for Henry Bretts. You're right. Oh, sorry. I just my headphone. I don't know if my headphones. It's because they weren't on your ears. Maybe it's maybe it's the I had. Maybe you've snuck a ball of wax yeah, I into if my that's ears inf- when I wasn't yeah, paying yeah, while you were sleeping. I got the <laughs> syringe that was used and reversed it. It'd be a very... I wonder whether that's wax a on, contagious Wax thing. off. <laughs> wax in your ear, little buddy. But yeah, look, I haven't got a hell of a lot more to say about Red Hill, but it's an absolutely fabulous suburb. One of the and, oldest. And I can't wait to have a couple more beers there once this quarantine lifts, which we are on track to. Mm. Get ten of your mates together and book in some room at a pub because I'm sure they bloody well need it. And isn't it funny that one of Brisbane's older suburbs is now what I would say would have undoubtedly one of its youngest energies. Very true. So I think that's a bit interesting. Uh, and we'll close out the episode with the fantastic work from Unpakistani of the Week, Oh Bailey. We love hearing about what you're up to in Brisbane, you know, particularly creative stuff, but just in general. I can't stress enough how everyone who gets in touch with the show it gets me so excited. Mm. Tony, there are people listening and uh, enjoying what we do. But yeah, if you have something you're passionate about, it doesn't need to be a big deal it can just be something you're doing it doesn't even need to be you know a big instagram thing you don't need to have a song on spotify but if you do like legend o'bailey uh with free fall the single out now first single and i'm sure there are a hell of a lot more brilliant ones to come henry yes and stay tuned for the remix of free fall from slam friday uh that will come in a later week thought i was in love then finally woke up inside the nightmare you gave me Said you're my only That felt quite lonely Your words, they don't reassure me Cause I 